0: Welcome to Not Another Runner podcast, a running and health related podcast created by a run of the mill, yes, pun intended, everyday runner. Join me for all things running, health and well-being related for the highs and lows of life, training and chasing goals. This podcast is designed to keep you motivated and enthusiastic on your journey to health and happiness every time I run I discover something new about me and about life be it a reason why I run or a discovery of myself I genuinely find gratitude through running I am able to stay healthy and fit through the execution of my passion but furthermore I am able to achieve peace presence growth and discovery and I love to hear all your stories on how running has changed your lives and what it's brought to you I want to connect like-minded people through the power of podcast I want to tell you all about Run One and the Elevated Energy Pack of Supplements, um, which is what I'm currently trialing and loving at the moment. They provide a daily dose of nourishment packed in individual recyclable sachets. They're an eco-friendly product and their belief is better for you, better for the planet. They pride themselves on providing the required nourishment for less waste, being friendlier for the planet, which I love. Less waste and more recycled equals the better for me. The individual sachets really makes for an easier way to approach your wellness routine and also perfect for busy lifestyles, especially if, like me, you're forever rushing between one thing and another, be that work, training, club, gym, and your next daily task or chore. Honestly though, I am more inclined to taking them daily when they are packed in this way I have always been bad for buying various vitamins, minerals and supplements, all in separate plastic bottles. And then it's just a faff having to sort through them in the morning, remembering to take them to work, remembering then to take them with a meal during my short tea break. I'd follow the routine for a couple of days and then just forget and not continue. Then it'd be a waste and I'd have to chuck them away. But with Run 1's ingenious idea, you can pop one of the packs in your lunch bag or box for work Or even your kit bag if you're an early bird catches the worm type who hits the gym first thing and has breakfast during your commute to work because i know a lot of you do so yeah it's just so much easier i also love the idea of conscious wellness sits really well with me the elevated energy which i am currently trialing includes an ultra vitamin ginkgo biloba for memory and focus turmeric for feel good and anti-inflammation vitamin d3 and calcium for feel good and bone health which I always take vitamin D3, so I'm thrilled that that's included in the pack. Glucosamine, chondroitin, and MSM for joint health and stay supple. So I'm gonna take these daily supplements for a while, see how I get on. For me, it's come at a perfect time. I'll be very honest, as I was the other day, my exercise, diet and routine has taken a slump recently, but none of us are perfect and neither is life. I guess it's how we face the adversities and imperfections and choose to overcome them. So it's very fitting to start this now while I'm motivated again to get going again with my um, exercise and diet regime. Especially when I read on their page a quote that reads, the best way to change the world is to change yourself. And I absolutely love that quote. I'm going to have to remember this because it reminded me in my recent woes that the only way I can change my situation is by me changing what I can and changing myself. So I shall accept the things I cannot change and make every effort to change the things I have control of. So if you guys wanna have a free trial pack, a 10-day free trial, I will include Run One's story and the link to this site in the show notes, as well as the link for the uh, 10-day free trial. If you do trial before you buy, let me know if you are, Um, and how you get on with the project, because I'll, yeah, I'll be really interested to know. Today's guest for Not Another Runner podcast is Lizzie Diamond, a wife, mother of four, drama teacher, club member of Lee Sweaty Runners in Newport and I have to say a very speedy runner. I had to try and convince her of this in this episode, believe me, because she she wasn't having any of it initially. Um, I was really lucky to get to chat to Lizzie and I'm so grateful that her friend encouraged her to set up an Instagram profile because Lizzie is such a lovely, inspiring person and I am just so glad that our paths crossed over on Instagram Um, and that we've become really good friends through that. This chat was so much fun. I'd been looking forward to getting to hear more about Lizzie and her life and all about her running story for such a a long while. Um, In my opinion, Lizzie was born to run. Lizzie started running in 2017, just seven months into her running journey, and having gone through an incredibly tough time with her family, Lizzie went on to run her first half marathon in just one hour, 35 literally seven months of running, and she runs a 1.35, despite no time goal as well. Furthermore, Lizzie would go on to fall pregnant with her fourth child and run during her pregnancy and bounce back after that pregnancy really quickly. Lizzie would go on to run a half marathon shortly after giving birth and incredibly decided to train for her first marathon while still having a newborn baby at home. Um, Her fourth child, Toby, was literally several months old. And she would go on to train for this half marathon for six months. And she came second. Second in the marathon at the Great Welsh Marathon in Llanelli, Her debut marathon. It's just a crazy story. Um, She completed the marathon in a crazy 3.12.04. Me and Lizzie chatted so much running that I've put together a part one and two to this episode. So stay tuned for both because the story is just incredibly inspiring and Lizzie's enthusiasm just beams loudly through her voice and it was just such a joy to catch up with her. Hello and welcome to Not Another Runner podcast and to episode 11. Today's guest is Lizzie Diamond, a mother of four, a drama teacher, club member of Lee Sweary Runners in Newport and I have to say a very, very speedy runner. Um, so Lizzie started running in 2017. Um, she's going to tell us a lot about her running journey now this, um, today. I can't wait to ask lots and lots of questions, especially how on earth she managed to debut in the marathon at nine months postpartum and in three hours, 12. It's just incredible. I can't wait to ask so many questions. So welcome, Lizzie. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Nat. It's lovely. Oh, I'm so excited. I've got loads of questions. I don't know where to start. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me. I'm ready when you are. I'm
1: actually genuinely excited too. Thank you.
0: Um, Right, okay. So we'll ask um, a little bit about yourself then, Lizzie. What is it that you do for a living?
1: So I am primarily a teacher. I teach acting and drama and dancing um, in Newport and in the Vale of Glamorgan in Cowbridge and I do teach little kiddies on a Wednesday for um, monkey music it's called where I teach them preschool age um, music the very basics of music basically. And how long have you done that for then? Oh, gosh uh, monkey music I've done since my littlest was nine months so about five years now.
0: Oh, quite a while. And I just just so that everyone knows, obviously, we know you're a mum of four. So, you just tell us um, ages of your four little darlings?
1: Oh, my bambinos.
0: Yes. So, um,
1: Bella, my biggest girl, she is seven. Florence is six. Ralph is three. And Toby is one.
0: Yeah, he was literally one. I think it was two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. His first birthday was the seventh of July. Yeah, bless him. It's just whizzed
1: by. The first year's whizzed by. They
0: always do though. Um, I was thinking this the other day when you posted some oh, you posted the most beautiful picture. It was you running with all literally all four kids. The three running <sighs> next to you, and then you had Toby in your arms, and I was just like, Oh my god. And I just thought, Did you did you always want to have four children? Did you always want a big family? I did. You know, I did.
1: I am one of three, I've got two sisters, and my husband is also one of three, he's actually a twin, and he's got, uh, he's a twin sister, and an older brother, um, so I knew I always wanted three, yeah. and then I thought, oh, let's let's even it out a bit, and it took a bit of convincing, I must say, <laughs> but he caved, and we eventually ended up having four, Boy, wow. I love it,
0: yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. and what, what that's obviously, like, having four... Um, Mm. she's got to be busy busy like what's the biggest challenges you face as being a mum and a mum to four so I think
1: definitely tiredness Mm. Um, but I I always say when my husband and I are like oh my goodness me we are so tired we just go it's only temporary with regards to the fact that the older they get the easier it gets and it feels like only yesterday Bella was born and now she's nearly eight And I think, gosh, it whizzes by so fast. I'm okay with being tired for a little bit because I want to invest as much time and energy as I have, uh, as I can, sorry, um, while they're young because it it just goes so fast. Um, Obviously, keeping the house clean, I must say, is a huge challenge, Nat. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I can't keep on top of it. No sooner do I tidy those toys away, do they take them back out and just and spread them all around the kitchen and the living room in any area that looks like it might be clean and tidy. Um, then I think my, my absolutely biggest challenge is balancing, balancing Mm. life, balancing work, balancing running and sharing myself amongst my husband. Um, but mostly the children as well, because I don't want them to ever feel like, Oh, you know, we don't see mummy, which they don't thankfully. But, um, that hopefully i'm doing something right there but i think yeah i think those things are what the biggest challenges are that i face on a day-to-day basis
0: yeah it can't it can't be easy i i often like say like i'm looking at others who've got not even four like two or three or even one because like, like genuinely <laughs> i'll stay with my sister and she's got um, an 18 month old and oh. then she's um, she's got um, harry as well who's four but he's there half the time because um harry is her um partner's little one yeah And I'm just like, I'm exhausted after a few hours. And I think, oh my God. I look at my mom because I'm one of four. And I say, I'm like, how on earth did you do it? I think she had all four of us at one point. I think it was all under the age of five and a half, six. So, like, wow. Yeah, it was busy. It was. And I just think, wow, I I don't know how she did it. I don't know how you do it. I know.
1: Do you know, it is, it is, do you know, I thought I think it is, it's it's absolute bedlam, Mm. but you get used to it, you know, and your life just becomes this continuous um, like state of chaos Um, in a good way, though. It's just busy and it's manic and you just kind of just, you just get used to it and it becomes the norm. Mm. Um, Whereas people who, who like their norm is kind of quiet, peaceful state of mind who then come in and visit and they're like, whoa what is actually going on here mm. and then yeah so I think that's what your mum probably had just a, this that was her normal
0: yeah yeah and like you yeah. said like you said about not uh, minding being tired temporarily because I mean it it's not yeah. it's not going to be like that forever like you said it goes so quickly they're going to grow oh. up okay right? so it's like and the thing is if you're like you were in marathon training you you accept that you're tired all the time anyway tired oh, yeah. and hungry all the time <laughs> yeah like like All the time, yeah. It just,
1: just, just a constant state of fatigue.
0: (laughs) So, how was it that you got into running? I mean, I said a little bit, um, like quickly. That was in the intro that you genuinely started running in twenty seventeen, which I just find like absolutely insane, especially the speedy times and like (laughs) the. I mean, the year you've had considering toby is one like i've seen you win i don't know how many races recently like local ones for your club you've like obviously you were born to run almost i think i think you found it late in life but you were obviously born to run oh nah, that's really kind
1: i i just i don't i really i just don't know i don't i don't know really what's happening at the moment and <laughs> i feel incredibly lucky i i just go out there and I I go to the races and I do what I can, and I just think, gosh, I was just I was just lucky. Every time I do it, I think that I'm just it's just luck. Um, I really do. I got so I got into running initially because um, we were getting married in the June of 2017, and I thought, oh, do you know what? The the easiest, cheapest thing to do is just you know pop some trainers on, tie those shoelaces up, and just do a little jog try and tone up and maybe lose a little bit of weight perhaps um but really just get a bit fitter for the wedding um and then so that was June starting February that was June so then we got married and then after that um we kind of received some sad news about my brother-in-law so he was diagnosed with bowel cancer shortly after we got married and it was just a, a spiral and a whirlwind and a huge roller coaster of emotions for the next three months until September. And then September, he really sadly passed away. And for me, it, it kind of changed my perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I loved running. Um, and I'd signed up for Cardiff Half, and I did it to raise money for the valindra cancer center where um paul his name was uh, was cared for the majority of his time um in cardiff who are amazing and um yeah it it was so emotional um doing that run it really was i, I even get emotional just even talking about it now <laughs> because there's when you get to um mile 10 of I don't know whoever's done Cardiff half marathon. They'll know they'll know mile ten because it's Roth Park and it's a beautiful Mm. part of the run. And you know, even you've got three three point something miles to go. And I hadn't seen my sister um, or my mum or you know my family who were waiting for me until then. Um, So I'd ran and I'd ran and then I saw them and they were just all crying. (laughs) And it's so Natalie, it is so hard to run when you're crying or you've got this, this lump in your throat and it, it's so well I mean you can barely breathe anyway when you're running hard um I don't know anything less than running hard unfortunately <laughs> um but yeah so I saw them and I just went for it and I just I just thought this is why I'm doing it this I, I I'm doing it because it, it's just I don't know it it was a catalyst, I think, and it completely catapulted me into this this world of running. And it gave me a reason. It gave me a reason to to bear that weight and, and release it by running and just, you know, when you're running and you're just looking around you and just taking it all in, you think, yeah, this is why I do it. You know, the support out there is one in a million and Cardiff half has the best support in any half marathon I've done. And then it, it just kind of went from there. I joined Liz a uh, running club in Newport. Um, I, I finished that Cardiff half in one thirty-five, and I wasn't really doing it for a time. Um, but then people around me were like, Oh, that's, that's quite a good time. And I was like, well, is it? And then it kind of went from there. It kind of went from there. Yeah. And then that's, that's where the running journey began.
0: Yeah Um, because obviously we chatted earlier and you told me about your brother-in-law and I was so sad to hear of that um Mm. and obviously you know really really difficult time because it could have gone um one of two ways for some people um especially you know trying to complete a race like that especially in in the memory of someone so close to you
1: um
0: I think it's not an easy I mean it's not an easy thing anyway training because that would have been your first half marathon wasn't it yeah yeah Yeah. it's not easy to train and run like any half marathon especially like your first but when doing it under those circumstances like yeah it can't I would I can just I can't really imagine it would have been very very difficult especially seeing your family because were they spectating you then were they
1: the the Cardiff half, um, obviously because it's my hometown, they do have a lot of people, and we we have a lot of people who run it, yeah. and it's actually it's it's lovely. You feel like even though it's so huge, the Cardiff half marathon is, you, you do feel like it's it's one little marathon because of the amount of people, everyone says it's a small world, don't they? Because there are so yeah. many people, you know, especially in the running world, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they were spectating loads of people, um, but because obviously it was my immediate family, they were tracking yeah. me and they were, they were wondering when I was going to come. And then when I did see them, it was just, yeah, it, you didn't, obviously you thought, no, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. And then it was, yeah, it was really sad, but it was also really lovely at the same time the support just it does it just encourages you to just strive forward doesn't it
0: yeah and for you it's been a positive thing like you said it's been I mean we when we chatted earlier you said you're running um especially at that time with regards to what was going on in your personal life with your sister and you know your poor brother-in-law it was your way of coping well coping with what life has given you isn't it giving you know your time running was your time to um what was the word we used earlier? Well, it was it was a bit like releasing the tension, you said, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, it yeah. was
1: a coping mechanism. Yeah. yeah. It was an absolute stress reliever, yeah. Um, because my sister is solid as a rock. She's mm. one of the strongest people I know. But dealing with something like that, yeah. you know, I can't imagine how hard it must have been for her. But as my sister, my absolute best friend both my sisters and my my best friends dealing with that was was awful you know she she was my sister you know and it and it is really hard and it was I felt like I was bearing the grief with her
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know yeah
0: so yeah yeah so yeah no it is and I'm glad that like for you it was it was a positive and has been a positive thing and that you've been able to continue running since then because I mean some people might not have been able to continue after that but um, but yeah, you've t- you that it's given you a positive that's good. I like that. Um, yeah. are you doing the Cardiff half this year? I am, you I are. Am. I didn't get a place in time. Oh, no. I, I, yeah, I love doing because card- I lived there for a few years while I was in uni. Um, and a lot of my friends live there, so yeah, running Cardiff is really special. I love it. You never
1: know, though, Nat, they might have yeah. some, um, some last minute, you know, people yeah. who drop out for injury or something, you have to yeah. go on the lookout.
0: Well, the only thing is, I um, last year when I did it, I did um, a half marathon locally for my club, and it's literally the week before. And I did both of them last year. Uh, I got PB at the one locally, and it's a very, very hilly one. And then, yeah, I was quite shocked actually. Um, And then the week after, did Cardiff, and it was like, oh, this is a bit much. Do it, you know, racing on both weekends. So I did. Yeah, that. I think you've got to like take it easy on one and go all out on the other.
1: Yeah, and especially a half
0: marathon distance, like a week.
1: Yeah, that's that's hard. Well done, you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well done. It was a bit much. I know. Well done for doing it, though. It was brilliant. Yeah, it's good fun. That's why people, sometimes people do racing and then they do the other one as the training run, don't they?
0: Perhaps, but I mean, still. Mm -hmm. And that was the idea. I was supposed to do a training run in the local one because it was like, oh, it's just local but of course as you start it too well it never goes that way and I went really fast on the way out so yeah I'm just gonna take it slow and use this as a training run I know PB you get later. caught up don't, don't you know. get caught up with all the adrenaline in the moment you know? I know <laughs> <laughs> so how far how far like into your running um were you thinking of like right okay I'm gonna join a club and, and like how did you find them ah
1: oh, yes Liz Very. so um I saw because I live local in Newport and these railway runners are aqu- obviously Newport runners um I saw them quite a lot when I was driving and I was quite jealous and I was like oh that looks quite fun and because I was running a lot on my own I thought it'd be really nice to have some company and also I think that when you run with someone you kind of uh, encourage each other don't you and yeah and support each other and I think that's what I was missing then because it I didn't want it to become lonely all the time it's nice sometimes to go out on your own to get some headspace, but Also, it's also nice to have some company, especially for the easy, slow social runs or just easy runs in general. Um, So I went to a a kid's party in the local pub, and um, I saw one of the club members there and he said to me, do you run? And I said, yeah, yeah, I, um, I do a little bit of running. And he said, oh, you should join Liz Wary. We do like quite a few Sunday runs because I was like, oh, I don't know whether I can commit to the weekday training because of the children and childcare. And he said, oh, just, you know, give it a give it a go. And um, the good thing about Liz Wary is that you can just go for a few runs with them and then decide if you want to join up or not. You don't have to join them and then go, oh, gosh, I don't think this is for me. Mm-hmm. Um... So I just joined a few Sunday runs and it was really lovely and it was, it was great. And I thought, you know what? It's, it's nice to have some support. And I learned, well, I'm learning actually. Um, I learned so much just from one run. It was like having a little science lesson mm-hmm. Um, because really, I, really I am a novice. So I'm, I'm learning as I go, learning on the job as they might say. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of, got into liz wary for, for yeah children.
0: <laughs> i say that as well though you do learn so much because yeah, when you yes. when you first start running in those first couple of years there's so much to learn like it's not just putting on putting your trainers on and going out for a, like a little jog it's yeah. the, the like you know the, the slow runs the tempo the intervals <gasps> It's it's the rolling stretching strength training yeah when to increase when not to when to, when to pull back like it's loads like that you just especially if you hadn't run before it's like there's there's lots to learn isn't there yeah and then you think you you
1: know a lot and then you're like what's that yeah. <laughs> the other day yeah. I saw someone on Instagram called plyometric training and I thought hang on a minute I want to get me some of that so yeah <laughs> and, and it's kind of that stuff isn't it yeah and yeah always learning always yeah. learning
0: But you've have you always been interested in sports, like an active lifestyle. Because I saw on a few of your stories you go to body pump quite regularly, don't you? And you do strength.
1: Yeah, that is that is my strength training. Yeah. I I feel like I don't really have the motivation to do strength training at home. And I know a lot of people do, but I go out and I spend so much time running that when I come home, I'm like, I need to be at home and I need to be mum or or wife. Both really. (laughs) That'd be perfect. Um so when I go out to my local gym I just do a little bit it's really good actually I do really enjoy it um I do the strength training which gives me the the squats and the lunging and and the shoulders and the back work and the core work so I I do enjoy it quite a lot yeah it's good and it's good to be part of a class again giving Mm -hmm. you that little social everyone else it eggs you on a bit doesn't it
0: yeah Mm. were you were you doing those um classes before you started running No, not at all. No, No, I I wasn't.
1: No, (gasps) I um, was going to the gym, but I was only doing treadmill mostly. Um, I didn't really do any classes. I did a spin class the other day and um, I can't tell you how hard it was actually.
0: (laughs) Spin is not (laughs) a joke.
1: (laughs) Wow. That has got to be taken quite, it's no joke, Uh is it? No. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I thought running made me sweat but actually until you go to spin I didn't realize how
0: much I could sweat yeah I haven't done it for a while and I keep meaning to go back there's a a 30 minute express at the local gym and that's a really good one because it's really like it's like a hip workout yeah spinning and like she gets you to put the resistance right up and literally you're like trying to move the pedal and you just can't so she's actually saying look you're getting a strength training exercise from this as well she said that is what i want you to have strength training cardio hit intervals all in one in half an hour so you go you literally get off the bike and you leave and you're like i don't think i can walk to the car park no you've got jelly legs haven't you i know
1: i know oh they're like you need to move to the beat i'm i'm like babe I'm really behind this beat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either the resistance is too high which is probably not my legs just can't cope with it
0: Yeah. so it's yeah
1: nice. it's not to be good taken lightly
0: it's good cross training though really good cross training so good yeah I should really
1: incorporate it a bit more uh, but again it's just down to the time elements isn't it and not having much of it
0: yeah it's prioritizing as you go along like what's important mm. this week what's important next week and you know d- adapting it to your training really isn't it it's yeah it all out. it's all logistics and maths
1: yeah it is planning in advance Mm. as well I think that helps
0: yeah definitely so when you first started running in 2017 were you fast initially like did you like were you recording it on a watch on an app because you're you are really fast so I want to know were you fast on day one (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh so I don't I don't think so you know and because as you say you're a novice like I was a novice I just went out and I was like gosh I just did four miles I'm feeling like a hero here um I I I went on to map my run remember that app I mean is that probably still going I used that yeah um so my run was like my main go-to when I used the app in my little armband strap yeah um and no no and because I didn't know about any of this like threshold training and obviously I knew about intervals that's the one one I did know about um but I didn't really put any pressure on myself. I find that I do now. Um, but I didn't put the pressure on. I was just like, I'm just gonna go jog and feel good about it and burn some calories and then go home and eat some cake, and <laughs> and that's gonna be it. And every time I find it hard, I'm just gonna picture that wedding dress and fitting into it. That was my thing. When I found it difficult, I was like, picture walking down the aisle, picture that dress, picture how you want to look in it, and keep on going. Um, so no, I, I think the answer is no, I think. i don't know because then i did well i did the cardiff half and then i did that in 135 so i I, when i went out
0: that's i'm not being like feb you start running in february like let me work this out march april may june july august september so that's about seven months because cardiff half is always the first weekend of october so that's seven months in seven months you're doing a 135 half marathon that is is fast (laughs) let's get perspective (laughs) I started when I started in March 2017 so yeah same year as you did um March 17 and then I did my first in well hey I would have done it the same year as you did you yeah I did but I would have been a lot behind you because I know yeah two hours two and I was a little bit gutted because I was aiming for sub two so yes still amazing though you were you would have been fast from day one. <laughs> Definitely. Oh.
1: I just don't know. You know, I just again. I, I maybe I've got. Everyone used to call me Lizzie Long Legs when I was younger, growing up. Um, and maybe maybe that's it. You know, because I don't put it this way now. Right, when I run, it is not easy. So I don't even know if I'm a natural because I think that these people who are running these incredible times, they just they they look like they've just had a little saunter around the park whereas I've got to go and you know I've got I'm licking the grass I've got to go and take some time around the back of a a building and have my head between my legs thinking what just happened (laughs) like breathing like I'm having an asthma attack almost so honestly um it takes some grafting Mm. it takes some grafting so maybe maybe I was um but I I feel like now these days at this point in time I'm I'm training quite hard, and I'm I'm trying for these times, mm. and and it, I feel like I'm like brilliant. Like it is paying off a bit, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like the moment I get a bit laxadaisy with my training, it, it yeah. will. I'll start plateauing big time, yeah. Because I'm I just I don't know whether I'm one of these people who can just naturally be fast. Mm. I think that if I were a bit lazy with my training, I'd
0: I'd just fall back a bit, you know. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think you've I've de- definitely think you've got it there you've got the like if you didn't if you went if you weren't following like a proper plan at at the beginning and within seven months you've done 165 you've yeah you've got it and like obviously like um consistency is just only going to pay and continue to pay because that's the i think that's the beauty and that's what i love about running is that um it doesn't matter um while you age it is actually a sport that you can improve with age because endurance sports um I don't know. I think they just say that you, you can improve over age and over. You know, it's it's all about consistency. Miles in the bag. So yeah. like years from now, you can you can build and build that endurance so long as you stay healthy and you know relatively well and touch wood. Hopefully, mm. not too many injuries along the way. It is something that you can work on and chip away, chip away. Something to do with slow twitch or slow twitch muscles and endurance capacity.
1: Yeah well do you know what yeah maybe it's maybe it's a case of like watch this space where um, I'm just going to keep chipping away um, the only the only problem I have um, is that I just can't fit in as many miles as I'd like to and mm. that's okay at the moment because I'm working on speed but obviously I'm training for my next marathon which I'm yeah, sure we'll yes. come to um, so then the long <laughs> runs will have to come back in
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so yeah watch yeah. this space but I, I feel very, I feel very lucky and, and privileged if, if this is something that comes naturally to me,
0: you know? Oh yeah. And we'll, de- we'll definitely come to, to talk about the next marathon because I know what it is and I'm looking forward to talking about that. And I actually want to, um, fit, like, I'll ask you quickly, um, what's your schedule like at the moment? So like, cause you did just say that you're like training really, really hard. So because you've said that, I am very intrigued to know what is your weekly training schedule like now? so i try and have um i actually get two rest days
1: usually Mm -hmm. um because i very much enjoy them and my legs really need them but on a weekly basis i'd tend to try and incorporate uh, my long slow run which usually lands on a sunday very early morning so i can fit in everything else and all the other commitments um i will do a tempo run um if i don't have a race um I will do some either intervals or like threshold training. Mm -hmm. But if I do have a race, I'll probably drop one of those. So I don't get injured and then I'll do, um, an easy run, just like a, just a nice run where you just go out and you genuinely just enjoy the love of running Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, and take the pressure off a bit. So I, I, so I'm probably training five times a week. Um, maybe I, I I'm trying to anyway, as much as possible. I'm not really, um, I'm not really reaching 30 miles a week regularly yet but when uh come up the next few weeks now I probably will because it's getting yeah. closer to the next marathon yeah um yeah. but I've got Mega 10k on Saturday so that'll be a race for me um and I might do um race on Wednesday perhaps a 5k in Cardiff which is called Saffa 5k um so that'll be a tough one, because even though it's 5K, that's that's hard going. I find mm-hmm. I'm terrible at pacing myself on on 5Ks, and I definitely detonate every time I do it. Um, but yeah, that's what it usually looks like on a weekly basis, and it's tough. But yeah. at the moment, I feel like it's necessary for my big goal, you know,
0: mm-hmm. my end
1: goal, which you will find out soon.
0: Mm-hmm. Very intrigued. Mm-hmm. Where, where did you get your plan from? Have you got a coach at the moment like... So no do i don't oh, right okay cool
1: i do i do it myself yeah so um i do take advice from the club um and and any members the club members who are experienced obviously you've got tons of people who have done a billion marathons and half marathons and 10ks and people who were speedy and and won awards and stuff like that so um I do tend to be like, right, what, what do you think I should do next? And yeah. they'll say, you need to work on this. This is, you know, you've got a base platform from mm-hmm. your, um, through your marathon training, you've got that endurance now yeah. you need to build up speed and then you can yeah. marry up the both. Yeah. So that is exactly what I want to do. So, and then i did a little bit of research and then i thought right okay this is what i need to do i watched some youtube videos um from a guy called jack daniels yes really good yes he is oh yes he is just incredible and there's such short videos i get to just watch them which is brilliant without being disturbed just for like literally five ten minutes whatever it is um and i i do learn you know all about the threshold training all about the vo2 max and heart rate training and stuff like that and then i think right okay so I set my own goals. I take advice from the club and the club are like amazing. And then obviously I try and um, represent them and, and support them back doing the races and stuff like that. And cause it's helping me with my training goals
0: too. You know. Wow. Have you seen um, the Jack Daniels V dot calculator? Yes, I have. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. To put in your time and see what your potential is. So, if anyone doesn't know the um Jack Daniels V dot calculator, I'm sure I've see again I've I learnt about this in a in another running podcast somewhere. Um mm. you you can enter in the distance or like um event race distance and then enter the time you achieved at that distance and then it basically calculates it doesn't just convert the time as to how long it would take you in like a longer or shorter event, it will actually like convert it like in a way that for example, you put in your 5k Race. say for example you, you get 20 minutes for a 5k it'll basically convert it so it'll give you a realistic time that you could achieve in a half marathon or marathon or whatever but not just by um time you know doing the pace like for example if you did a, an eight minute mile pace it wouldn't just tell you the time for an eight minute mile pace it would like literally calculate it accordingly because obviously as the distance gets longer your pace is naturally going to be a little bit slower for that endurance it's really yeah. really really clever oh it's brilliant It's hard to explain actually but yeah it is really really clever it is isn't it because
1: it's all well and good setting these goals right but when you actually think oh you know I want I want sub 125 in a half marathon and then you look at what actually that would be you think oh my goodness gracious me yeah can I maintain that like can I actually do that so it's really good to set yourself realistic goals as you said yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more
0: cool so, yeah I was just intrigued to know what your weekly plan was I know we got off uh, a little bit on a tangent there oh, yeah. <laughs> but we yeah, we'll to, yeah we do we do and we will we will in this um now you run um whilst you were pregnant with Toby with your last baby and I'm sure I read on Instagram that you ran, literally up until 38 weeks so like how did you manage this because obviously you you know you were still you know a very new runner because uh, i'm think let me think now so 38 weeks you would have been running so that would have been literally mid-june end of june of 2018 so you would have only been running for literally 14 months or something in total yeah and it
1: it was new for me actually to run whilst pregnant um because obviously even though i've had three children previous to toby i i didn't run so i just you know just carried on the pregnancy as normal um But with Toby, because I was into running, I was like, do you know what? I'm I'm going to continue it and and see how I get on. It was almost like an experiment, obviously a safe experiment. And yeah. I checked um, with my health visitor and doctors. And when I had my scans, I was like, you know, is this okay? Um, Are you sure? And the general consensus I found was that if you've been running before you're pregnant, so your body is used to it, Mm -hmm. then you're okay. Um, Your body is so clever, it will tell you if it's not enjoying it. It'll tell you, hang on a minute, this is too much. Um, And I use the term very loosely towards the end of the pregnancy when I said, that I, I ran, like, mm-hmm. it was a shuffle. Yes. Yeah. Like, it definitely, yeah. like, shuffling down the road um, because I, I consider myself quite a bouncy runner, mm-hmm. um, but that I could not bounce with, you know, this, my, my little beefcake inside yeah. of my tummy. He was such a big baby. Well, I, I felt like a big baby. Um, so it was more of a shuffle, but I had this bump strap that I wore um, probably... Okay between like six and no i'm gonna say four four to seven months in like the mid months of being pregnant um because actually it didn't fit me in in the last months and actually it was too tight and it it was too uncomfortable the strap was and i thought oh gosh am i cutting off the circulation oh so i didn't wear it then and i only did a shuffle anyway um so yeah and it was fine and I did listen to my body and I stayed local so I stayed around my park or I'd stay just in case anything did happen that was untoward um and then actually I knew it was time to stop because on the last time I ran I did end up walking um because I got really strong Braxton Hicks um which are like false contractions, basically. Um, I knew I was, you know, I, I always had them with the babies and, you know, Toby was overdue. All of them were overdue. So I didn't think, oh my goodness, I'm going to go into labor. But I did go, yeah, this is my body saying, just go home and relax, Lizzie. And when I went home, the Braxton Hicks would would continue after I'd stopped exercising and for me that was the signal to say it is time to stop for me personally um and that was at 38 weeks and that was fine because I just got to just chill out then as you do well as much as you can with the other children around um before baby was born Mm -hmm. so yeah so it was I really enjoyed it and actually I find that I recovered much quicker from having toby um like fitness wise than i did with any of my others so i do feel like staying active whilst pregnant is definitely a
0: positive positive. and well yeah i remember you saying that and did you mm. like who did you get advice from like obviously you were seeing your gp and then i'm assuming the midwife was it like who specifically and you know when you asked about the running like what was their reaction what did they tell you what did they advise you to do or not to do so
1: when I saw um it was the midwife first um and I spoke to her and um she asked me if I I did exercise and I said yeah yeah I do quite a bit of running and then I just got onto the subject of is it okay to still run and then she said absolutely and she told me that she's had other mums um who are pregnant running and that obviously made me feel much more at ease that Mm. this wasn't you know alien and it is okay. And then I, I just pretty much asked every time. I was, it's still okay. Am I still okay? You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not doing anything silly. And I'm, I'm listening to my body and taking it pretty easy. And um, and then I asked the sonographer when I had the scan, and they said, yeah, of course, it's fine. And I think, yeah. And for me, I, I thought, yeah. Well, it must be okay then. You know, that they, they're dealing with pregnant women on a daily basis mm-hmm. um and ones that run too so it's okay it was actually more the people around me my family and friends mm-hmm. who were like is it okay are, are you sure yeah and it was actually them that posed the question a bit more than the health professionals yeah and you will find yeah that people are a bit like oh are you crazy
0: Hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I can imagine because I've seen reactions of that Or like, like I've you know witnessed it, and like I always think, oh, you know, when it comes to the time where you know I decide to have children, I'd, I'd, you know, so long as I'm healthy, I'm happy, and I get the go ahead, I would want to still continue running because, well, I think, I think in a way, like obviously the health professional said, yeah, it was fine. I think sometimes if your if your body's so used to exercise, you do it regularly. In a way, you're you're almost. not, I wouldn't say more in danger but like your body needs it like you can't just mm. just stop just like that Do you know what I mean like because yeah your body's so used to it, as is your mind and you probably needed those um feel good endorphins you know the stress release tension release in order to be happy and healthy for your baby
1: yeah it was lovely mm. I loved it I loved being a pregnant runner and And showing off bump and being like woohoo but it was uh, it was people who they take a second glance at you and be like hang on is she pregnant like you you see people's faces yeah and they're a bit like oh is that safe but yeah but I mean well proof is in the pudding really because I've I've had Toby and I'm running at the moment um on my journey this is it is the best I've run at this time and and he's healthy and he's happy and he was born healthy I had a water birth with Toby and um yes yeah, it's, it's it's been lovely so far so yeah. it's proof really that it can be okay
0: yeah yeah, that's mm. good. I like that. And you know, you went—you know—you went long after having Toby. That you were back out there putting your trainers on and going again. Because I think it, you were six weeks. Obviously, we mentioned this earlier. Was it? It was six weeks postpartum when you did the Cardiff, wasn't? You know, oh yeah, Seven Bridge. Seven, Seven Bridge. That's right. Of course, yeah. Because Cardiff is October. Um, yes. Yeah. So six. So six weeks postpartum. You know, having had Toby, and you're back out and you're doing the seven bridge half marathon with your sister wasn't it on that one
1: yeah and my husband he's a and fan your and husband. husband yeah came yeah,
0: in. Came in. yeah.
1: a little cameo for that one
0: oh that's a <laughs> nice place. memory
1: it was nice although he will agree with this uh, i never actually run with him so i saw him at start and i was like yeah i'm gonna see it with the finish it, not not in a, in a nasty way but um we just don't tend to run together mm-hmm. i think we do each other's heads in a little bit um <laughs> so (laughs) we just kind of parted ways um and he was having some chafing going on so he was having some problems and I I think he was just getting in the zone and I think I might have been annoying a little bit so I just (laughs) kind of we just parted ways but we saw each other at the end um and that was that was really lovely went under a tree in the pouring rain to to kind of try and you know shelter yeah and enjoy that yeah yeah it was it was
0: it's all good fun isn't it it is um how did that one feel, that race there? And like, obviously, you took it slower, I would reckon, only. Oh, yeah. Much yeah. Much yeah. It... Then you would have done in Cardiff. <laughs> I think
1: that, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, so, because I went, I started running again after Toby. It was literally
0: like 14 days. Um, and it was just. 14 days. Oh, oh, Toby. There's me thinking like you just kind of went like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I couldn't really. Because initially, like when I read it, I was like, oh, okay, six weeks postpartum doing half marathon. I thought you were like, oh, I don't know what I thought. I just didn't really think. <laughs> you were two weeks after having Toby and you're running again. Oh, I
1: know. I did, it was a nice pace. It was literally yeah. like like I checked it on oh, nice my straffer because I was like, I better check this and check I'm right. Um, it was like an 857 pace. Um
0: and, and it, it was quite, a nice pace. That's
1: like for me, that's steady. Oh, that was that like, was like steady-ish. that. That was a steady, it was steady. And I just went around my park again, kept it local, kept it safe. And um, I did like five, four, five miles and then kept at four, five miles um, up until I think I don't know that I might have done a 10 miler, but I I can't remember if I did. And then I did the half marathon for the Seven mm. Bridge. I think that was one hour.
0: 42 again Let's check that just, I just like, babe but that, Those hill, times are mad.
1: that <laughs> oh no towards the end of that I was getting a bit wet and soggy mm. and we the bridge you, you go back over the bridge at the mm-hmm. end of the seven bridge half marathon and the bridge seemed to go on for Ever, mm. and I thought, I oh, listen, I'm g- I'm going to have to pick up this pace here. You know? I've got to get to the end. But it felt okay. I've actually completely digressed on the question. It felt okay. It did. Um, legs were a bit sore. Um, pelvic floor like pretty terrible. Mm. Um, but yeah it, it it felt it felt good to be back out there and it it's muscle memory isn't it mm-hmm. they were just kind of like oh guys you know we're back in the game now she's telling mm-hmm. us we've got to start running again let's carry on going yeah. so um so yeah it felt good and morale was good on that day the rain didn't dampen our spirits at all um because there was like a little group of us running and it was really lovely yeah and it's a really nice event it is a nice event seven bridge half you don't get masses of people turning up and it's nice to start on the bridge it's a lovely view
0: mm. and it's
1: just good supporting yeah it's it's nice apart from that hill i mean that hill okay. was not nice
0: yeah oh mm. god i can imagine i think i know yeah. someone doing it this year actually <clears throat> yes yeah, in august isn't it so yeah, yeah. yeah it's a it's a hot month isn't it for a half marathon <sighs> especially if we have serious. if we continue to have the weather we've had be yeah, hard yeah i'm sure because i've got to make that. Oh, hard i'm getting this right now because i've got a friend doing patel but a friend doing seven bridge i don't remember which one's which anyway oh, it's Talbot, yeah, yeah for you doing that six weeks after like i can't even and two weeks after having toby you were like able to run four or five miles i can't i can't, I can't imagine being able to do that so i hope like not that you know everyone's different, the thing is you had had three children before and obviously stayed active during the pregnancy with Toby, which like you you attribute you know that that helped and supported you in your comeback with your fitness after having Toby, so you know perhaps mm. like you said, the proof is in the pudding, and maybe you know that really did help
1: yeah, I think I think it did, I think just keeping up with it, and um so it was may the twenty first I believe was my last run and then I had him July the 7th and then I was back out mm, two weeks after that so it was really maybe six weeks out or four clearly my math is terrible that was about Um,
0: two from your last run to your first run after having him mm, yeah so it's not too yeah I mean
1: obviously I lost a lot of fitness in general over the pregnancy but um but yeah definitely you know it could have felt worse. And I'm, I do consider myself really lucky mm. to be able to just almost bounce back. Mm. They would say perhaps. Yeah. I do. I do feel really lucky. Yeah, because you know I had quite a smooth pregnancy, a smooth birth, um, and yeah, and for that reason, I, I think that's why maybe the recovery was so quick. Perhaps yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Um, when when did you decide um, that you wanted to train for the marathon?
1: Oh well, I am. Um, I entered the London ballot
0: Ah, and yeah
1: I didn't get in obviously I mean let's face it the chances are very slim um but I was pretty desperate to do a marathon um and I thought London would be incredible um but obviously I didn't get in I thought okay that's fine what I'll do is I'll look for a local one um and so I decided to do Llanelli because obviously that is relatively local to me Mm. and um and what's nice about the is that it's two co- two laps of the mm-hmm. same course, which is mentally quite hard. However, um, and it's along the coast, and it's it is it's a very pretty marathon. It's really beautiful, and the support is great, and it's it's just lovely actually. Um, so I'm glad I signed up to it. But that was initially what it was: the fact that I didn't get into London, it made me go right. What else can we do?
0: Mm-hmm. And I tried, I tried that one, yeah. Because I've done um, a couple of the half marathons in Cilnati, so I've done part of that route that they do. Oh, did you? Yeah. So running down that um, Millennium, yeah, coastal path. That's really it. Is like you said, it's got a lovely view and um, it's you know scenic and and what have you. But sometimes on that route it can be really hard because it's right on the coast. Windy. You can get serious headwind, yeah, and that can be really, really hard. I mean, it's oh. cool, so positive that it's cool. It's like not in like a built-up city where it can be really hot if, if mm. it is, you know, if the weather is warm. But, yeah, it can be hard with the wind. Really oh, hard.
1: yeah, no, Nat, it was.
0: It, mm-hmm. was. it was tough.
1: And actually, I, I got to like mile 17, 18, and I was like, this is horrifying um it, that it, it's a battle you're you're battling literally against the elements um and so yeah it was it was a battle against against the winds the nice thing was um and like some of them i've done it, it wasn't hot like you said it was really cool so at least it wasn't heat and wind like Mm -hmm. Swansea half for example it was just it was it was cool but that headwind was tough to push against especially in the latter miles when you really had to dig deep you were like come on give me a break but you know what as I say it it doesn't last that pain doesn't last you know the marathon will end and you will end with it Mm -hmm. so
0: that's what kept me going yeah so you like with regards to that marathon and signing up to that i'm trying to work this out my head because you would have had the results of london in october 2018 when toby would have been let me work this out now 7 10 probably i mean gosh three or four months so you'd you must have entered the ballot while you were still pregnant with toby yeah yeah, I did. Really? Me and my—it's—it's
1: it's like, it's like a ritual, <laughs> actually. I know, um, it's wow. like a ritual in my family. Um, awesome. We're like, let's all enter the ballot, and awesome. none of us ever get it. So, um, so yeah. I mean, luckily, um, I—you know—the marathon time that I have, um, if it's not good for age, well, if it's not um, championship obviously they haven't released the times yet for championship but it is usually um under 315 and because it was 312 it could be a championship pen Mm -hmm. start but if not perhaps good for age i'm just desperate for london so i'm sure it is good for age yeah i think it is good for age yeah um yeah because good for age for london
0: is Yeah. yeah i think it went down a bit i'm gonna look it up now um yeah yeah so I can't believe that well I, did you all enter it then your family
1: <laughs> yeah we did oh. um, obviously not my mum and dad um but me my sisters um my my other brother-in-law Andy and Ben we all entered and we were like yeah let's do it and not one of us got in so
0: <laughs> Take, it takes a while I think I know someone who's entered eight times
1: oh i know
0: so i thought right well if i'm not going to get in the ballot i'm
1: just gonna have to work hard to, to do it in a good yeah. Or something yeah
0: no, you are right i thought it was i thought they'd um, brought it down a bit no good for age for women between 18 and 39 is 345 as you said oh, oh, you've you've literally like you've got no worries with that one so if you you just just waiting now eagerly on the championship level then isn't it see if you can get an answer to that because that would be really exciting oh it really
1: it's literally like that so that that is my goal like that is my yeah. my dream not only to do London Marathon Which, um yeah to do it in the year 2020 because it just sounds good doesn't it like yes, 2020 so, <laughs> um <laughs> but to start in the championship pen I mean like that is if for me that is what dreams are made of I, like that'll just that'll just be the icing on the cake for me I, I'm just going to soak it all up and just enjoy it and know that I, you know, I've worked to get there, and I've I've earned it, and I I really want sub three. So I mean, what happens on the day will happen, mm-hmm. you know, but um at least I know that I I've worked, I I've, I've grafted to even get there to begin, and I'm, I'm yeah. Hope, well, hopefully, fingers crossed. Let's mm. uh, wait and see.
0: Yeah, because it was three fifteen, um yeah. for twenty nineteen. So let's wait and see yes exactly so it is. It is. if they bring it down to 310 that's that's you know maybe yeah. good for age instead yeah but i i've you've well the odds are looking good i can't <gasps> I think, think it's gross. anyway well the thing Ooh. is if you get if even if you did good for age it's still a, you know great oh
1: still incredible really like i'm, I'm still yeah. there i'm still at the mountain well,
0: well you might as well book your hotel now because oh. you've definitely got good for it you should while it's cheaper
1: oh I know but you don't know that you still just don't know it's one of those things isn't it you think oh you know all the masses yeah. that could be good for age and they might just like cut you know cut loads of people and say yeah. no so yeah. so I'll I'll wait I'm just going to wait eagerly anticipating it yeah mm. yeah I, I just
0: and I can't I, I can't get over that you you literally debuted your marathon at 312 or 4 it's just insane I want to know like when you trained for that first marathon how on earth did you manage because you you ran so Lizzie ran the Great Welsh Marathon in it would have been April and I'm pretty sure it's two weeks no it was a week was it a week before London
1: (sighs) no two weeks before London's always the last weekend of April isn't it so it's two weeks so Mm. two weeks
0: before okay right so and toby would have been like as we said nine months yeah so your training literally started i'm assuming you started training in the october in the autumn or was it a bit like after that
1: no it was i did my yeah no it was definitely and i did my first 20 miler in december um and then yeah it kind of went from there really so i was obviously training during the week and i did overall up into the marathon i did seven 20 mile long runs I didn't I didn't do any longer than 20 um I also did which I highly recommend for anyone training for a marathon I I did a um a race which was 20 miles exactly so that was called um San Domenico which is um hosted by a running clip yeah um a lot of people do Gloucester 20 as well which is really popular Mm. um but I did the the San Dom which was really good actually because that was let me look at the date for that that was March the 24th mm-hmm. and my marathon was April the 12th so that was a good three weeks before my marathon so it was good to actually go right where am I my training like how well can I run 20 mm-hmm. miles at what we call race pace um so yeah so it, I learned a lot from that I, I learned a lot from that because um I started off oh, standard i started off too fast um and then the latter half was a bit slower and i did think Mm. oh i've not got much left in me um but i did it in two hours 27 the 20 miles and i was really pleased with that i thought yeah like i was really pleased and it was really good for me just to kind of gauge where i was after training since december you know before the marathon you know you do think oh gosh it's all well and good running these long runs slow but how are you going to handle it when you've actually got to do it at what you consider race pace almost you know for me anyway personally because I wanted to do it at a race pace um so yeah it, it was good to see where I was and doing
0: that for your first marathon I mean had you what time did you have in your head what were you aiming for
1: I wanted to do and uh so I did an A, B and C, um so my c i'll start at c was was three hours
0: thirty
1: yeah my b was then three hours twenty five or like three hours twenty three or something like that, and then then in my head I, I didn't really want to tell anybody this, but my, my A was like three hours fifteen. It, it was in my head. But obviously I told everybody I'd really like to do sub three thirty because then they, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel like I've let myself down because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have told them it. but but yeah in my head I was thinking, you know, if I work hard and if I if I really, you know, grit my teeth and 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 do it, I think I might be able to do three fifteen. I, I might. Um so when I did three twelve I couldn't believe like i literally couldn't believe it
0: that I couldn't believe literally it. again just goes to show that i think you did i don't think <clears throat> you might be starting to realize it now but you obviously didn't realize what you had in you your ability because if you if your c girl was 330 and, and even your a girl was 315 and then you get 312 that's just i mean and in your first ever ever marathon that's absolutely amazing it's yes it's very very just well I i'm speechless i think it's amazing
1: i couldn't believe it do you know what i really couldn't believe it and i'm not just saying that um i rang my husband at the moment i i got out of the the, the little pen at the end that you know you, you go down that the the pen mm-hmm. um and um hey, you know how did you do you know we've been working up to this day for a long time my first marathon how did you do how did you get on um i said yeah i came second and the first thing he (laughs) said was if i'd known you come second i would have come
0: i've mentioned that yet my god yeah because you came second
1: yeah i honestly i couldn't i could not believe it and i told nobody to come i was like guys it's freezing i don't want the kids standing there miserable for three hours because they're you know they're cold and you know they only see me for a a couple of times running back and forth and that you know I just thought no please stay at home enjoy and I'll just let you know when I'm done and I'll see you when I get home Mm. and I you know it was incredible it the feeling was incredible it it, it, honestly and it is a, a massive part of you know my running journey for me and I will never ever forget it it's, it's made a huge impact on me and and the people around me as well and, and well especially my children like I, I couldn't wait to show them the trophy like it was so lovely and even the medal like, a silver medal usually you cross the line and you get the standard medal that you get for doing a half yeah. marathon and you're like Woo-hoo! I actually got you know the actual silver second one
0: <laughs> and the thing is like for, for you like literally you you were two years into your running two years and getting second lady and like when you think and this is no disrespect but they would have been you know because of your age like with the open you know it's quite hard isn't it because you would have been up against a couple of ladies who would have been you know a little bit younger than you that's really
1: hard definitely definitely um the the girl who came first w- was amazing and she wasn't even part of a running club she just ran for herself which so absolute oh. utmost respect um she was a good like i think she was like nine minutes in front of me so i just think oh my goodness gracious like hats off to you she was young and she would i mean that that's one place that i will never like i will always be beaten sorry is is you know age like I I can't be age um not that just because she was young she was good like she was an incredible runner um so yeah that was just an example of of one of the amazing people running it on that day um it was the last three miles that um I I just I just went for it it was um I just kind of broke away
0: yeah you you just said you couldn't you know, that's one thing you can't beat his age but you did because if you came second there's a lot of people who came after you you did oh, beat it you're age. right you're right you're, you absolutely, like you're
1: right yeah do, do you know what i i just i think it's because you know i don't know i i you tend to feel old even though i'm 33 and i'm not even you know i'm not considered old but people a lot of people do do make comments and they're like oh oh so well you started running now like like at this age kind of thing so you kind of get the impression that that you 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 are you are older you know the young generation these the, the, the juniors that are doing you know the junior park run who are absolutely astounding by the way um i mean they're incredible and they're so young they are so young um so yeah i i get it I get it so um, I'm that that is something that I felt like I just couldn't compete with but um I guess it's not all about physical strength sometimes Nat. I Mm. do think a lot a lot of of running is about mental strength like I don't even you know I don't even know who I was passing on the last bit of that marathon I just I just in my head I was just using every bit of mental strength I had it was like it was almost as if like I was just picturing that finish line and everything around me was almost a blur. Um, I wasn't even looking at all the ladies or anything like that. I was passing. I didn't even think I'd, I'd ever dream of being second lady. I, I didn't think I could. So I was just running for my life
0: mm. and,
1: and just going for it. Um, and it, it was, yeah, it was amazing.
0: Wow. How amazing is Lizzie's story so far? Like, oh, like every time I listen to it and think about it, it, it's still, even now, I'm just, I just find it incredible. Um, So that's part one. Stay tuned um, in a few days for part two, where Lizzie goes on to talk about how she managed to fit in the training while having the four kids and Toby being so young. The um, compromise and balance required with a busy family life. Um, How she fit the training around work, again, the essentials to the marathon training, why she wouldn't compare herself to others, about getting her first injury prior to the Great Welsh Marathon and how she overcame this how she kept herself motivated, what goals, uh, mini goals she used in order to improve and build on her fitness, the biggest lesson she learnt during that marathon and the price she paid, how she was able to bounce back after her marathon debut, um, which was a podium finish. Lizzie's next big goal and challenge Um, why Lizzie started documenting her running story on Instagram, who inspires her and her reason and purpose to run. Part two is just as good as the first part. So you are going to want to catch this. Um, If you subscribe, then it will download automatically as soon as that one has become available. So that's the best way that you can do that with this podcast is by subscribing. And then it'll just automatically update in your favourite podcast platform. Thanks, guys. And make sure you listen to part two. Have you guys already heard of the Easy Thrills podcast? So this idea, this venture of podcasting, I am starting it much earlier than I thought I would. And I have Tom Bell to thank for that from the Easy Thrills. Tom got in touch with me a little while back to be interviewed for his podcast. Now, if you haven't already, you really need to check out Easy Thrills. I'll include links to his podcast in the footnotes as well as the interview that we did not long ago. Tom is a brilliant host. He has a great approach to life that I love. He is positive and adopts an attitude of gratitude, as he calls it, which I love to live by myself. Now, Tom is working so hard with his podcast and it really shows. He is updating and putting out so many great interviews with so many brilliant guests. His show is all about adventure, motivation, and transformation with an element of endurance. He is a family man, leader, and has a love for endurance sports. I was absolutely honored to be asked to join Tom's podcast, especially alongside so many brilliant guests, many of which I've honestly been following for years and I've been greatly influenced by, some of which are the reason I started my own running account on Instagram and it just blows my mind that I was asked to be interviewed and featured amongst so many fascinating inspiring people. I seriously took so much away from that interview and I could never thank Tom enough He has inspired and motivated me to no end. So again, Tom, a huge thank you. And guys, please check out Easy Thrills Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining today and listening to Not Another Runner podcast. Please tell your friends and family who you think would enjoy the content I'll be sharing. Don't forget you can get in touch with me over on Instagram via Not Another Runner. Let me know your thoughts on the podcast, any suggestions on guests or topics. This is greatly appreciated. Send me your questions through as well if you want and use the hashtag Why I Run to be featured. And hey, if you can, hit subscribe to the podcast. This will really help me to be able to give you more. Thank you again and remember when you get up an exercise or go for a run, you never regret going, but you always regret not going. Have a great week, guys, and speak soon.